Hello and welcome to another episode of the Women's Sports Matters podcast. I'm your host, Gianna Belcastro, and today we're going to be talking about equal pay in the WNBA. I know I haven't started talking about the NWSL yet, but I'm I'm telling you right now uh, that coverage is coming very soon. Um, I'm more focused on the WNBA right now, especially with the draft um, happening a few weeks ago and things just happening right now. So, yeah. Today I will be reading my paper from my junior year of high school where I talk about equal play and equal pay. Um, a little backstory on this paper. I decided that I would be reading this um, writing this for my passion project. Basically, the name explains it all. My passion is sports, and I decided that I would talk about um, equal pay and if that's even possible for WNBA players right now. It was a very interesting project. It took me months to finish writing it, and I'm glad that I had the opportunity to do this. Um, this is one of the best papers I've ever written. It's also, I it's also the highest grade I've ever gotten on a paper. I'm very proud of what I've done with this assignment. And since it's been a few years since it's happened, I decided. Why don't I just share it with the world? Um, kind of nervous to read it out loud, but I think it's it's good to to read, and I'm very excited to to read it and to share my opinions on what's happening with the W. So without further ado, here's equal play, equal pay. But before we get started with today's um, podcast, I think this is the perfect time to place my ad read so it doesn't interrupt my reading of my essay. So um, today's sponsor is Anchor, and enjoy this little ad read. Hey everyone, it's Gianna Belcastro from the Women's Sports Matter podcast, and today I'm going to be discussing the sponsor of this show, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alright, now that that ad read is done, you guys can finally hear my paper. Alright, let's get started. Third rotation players in the NBA, rookies, two-way contract players, and veterans get paid the league minimum of $838,464 but are not insured playing time. The WNBA's salary cap stands at $115,000 per season and has only grown a small percentage every year. 
The views on salary vary. Some believe WNBA players should get a pay raise. Another group believes that they should not. And finally, one perspective believes players should go overseas to earn more money. As the WNBA continues to grow, should WNBA players get a pay raise? While many say they should not get an increase in pay because of economics and opportunities overseas, ultimately, WNBA players should get a pay raise. The first time I went to a WNBA game, the Washington Mystics were playing the Chicago Sky. Even though the Sky lost, I remember how much fun it was. Looking back at it now, there were many empty seats and I wondered why no one went to the game. Freshman year, I played basketball at my former high school, Juliet Catholic Academy. I expected the turnout to varsity games would be big since this is high school, but only parents showed. The Hill Zone, the school's student cheering section, was nowhere to be found. JCA also did not announce the girls' upcoming basketball games. I became frustrated and went to the dean. He announced the last three games. I've played sports for most of my life, and I've gone to many many sporting events. It is frustrating more people go to men's sporting events versus women's, even though men and women play the same sports. It angers me how people complain the WNBA is not as exciting as the NBA. There does not need to be dunks or fancy layups for the game to be exciting. The game is not about that at all. It is about fans coming into stadiums to see their favorite team and players battle it out on the court. One position fighting for pay raise believes WNBA players should be given more revenue and earnings for merchandise sales. David Berry, a writer for Forbes, noted the WNBA as a whole made $25 million in revenue. The league also made $27 million in ticket sales this season but players only earn 20 to 25% of revenue, while the NBA earned 50%. From the information above, this says the league has money, but a large portion of revenue does not go to the players. A second point for those in favor of higher pay involves merchandise sales. Many people who purchase merchandise from the WNBA do not know licensing's earnings go straight to the WNBA revenue. Those players do not receive any share in profits. Skylar Diggins-Smith, a forward for the Dallas Wings, now Phoenix Mercury, said, And jersey sales, we don't get any of it. The men do. I've had a top five jersey for three or four years. She is the first WNBA player to bring up the players not making any money from the sales. From the information above, this group concludes players should receive their earnings from merchandise sales. This site ultimately argues WNBA players should receive better pay and revenue from merchandise sales. While WNBA players are asking for better wages, a vast number of people are saying players should not complain about wages because of economics, not equal play, equal pay. An article from Though Bishop, a writer from The Federalist, he expresses that WNBA players should not complain about what they are earning because they are overpaid. He states in his article, players seemingly do not understand the economics of women's basketball. Views from the WNBA have been down in past years. 
and there are more viewers for bowling than women's basketball. The information stated before brings in the realization that more people do not want to watch the WNBA. NBA views keep rising every year, like their revenue, while WNBA views keep shrinking, just like their revenue. NBA games are easy to access, and millions can watch from everywhere. However, the WNBA is limited to where their games are aired, and this leads to the decline of views. The WNBA is not only overpaying players, but fairly compensating them. One final group believes players should leave the W and travel overseas to earn more money. While playing overseas, this group believes there is more money involved for the players. In an article from SB Nation, Matt Ellen Tuck states, Players traveling overseas to play basketball can earn 3 to 15 times more than playing in the WNBA. Overseas basketball associations offer more money, and this causes more players to shift there to play basketball. One other point made about playing overseas is is playing is players needing to support themselves once the season con- concludes. In a quote from Elena Deladon, a forward for the Washington Mystics, she mentions she mentions how salaries of WNBA players are not enough to support themselves. So they have to either go overseas, become an entrepreneur, or invest in companies. Since their salaries are lower than $115,000 per year, players have to go out and earn money to keep afloat. This position argues players should venture overseas to earn more money to support themselves. While those who, val- while those who argue WNBA players' salaries should be kept the same or lowered because of the economy, that group is not factoring in this year's tickets and merchandise sales. After scoring a TV deal with ESPN, views went up. According to Ben Zinga, viewership went up 35% and merchandise sales went up 50% this year. This season alone was the highest for attendance, merchandise, and ticket sales. In an article from Nancy Lau, a writer from The Conversation, she talks about the increase in sales. She said, total attendance reached 1574 with an average of 7,716 fans, which is a new high for the 21-year-old league. Sales have been increasing, so this means revenue in the league will go up. Using economics to blame players for their salaries is ludicrous because the WNBA is making money and will continue to make money from ticket and merchandise sales. While one perspective suggests WNBA players should leave the league, travel overseas, or start their own league, this group does not realize how costly that approach would be. Traveling back and forth from the United States, either Europe, Asia, or Australia, costs a tremendous amount of money. Also, jet lag is a big factor, since their destination is far. Many players do not want to travel overseas because of family. Some people within this group want them to start their own league. This situation would cost them more money than flying. While flying is costly, so is creating a new league. Startups for a league would need owners for teams, at least 12 to 14 players per team, coaches, and a president for their new league or commissioner. Also, don't forget equipment, a place to play, money for travel, money for players, money for refs, a channel to be broadcasted on uniforms, and so many other factors. Players should not go through these troubles because it can wear and tear on their body and it would cost more to start something new. 
Since economics is not to blame for players' wages and traveling overseas can create problems for a player, the ultimate answer to the wage problem is to increase pay. Pay not on- pay is not only just a salary, but it includes revenue also. Players are not asking for NBA-sized wages, but they are asking for a boost in revenue earnings. The WNBA has money to spend, but no one knows where it goes. These funds should go directly to players. The W is expected to grow, which means revenue will grow. Once they get revenue, their wages will increase. They will be able to say they can support themselves without having to travel overseas, get another job, or having to invest in a company. Equal play, equal play, equal play, equal pay will not only slowly disappear in the W, but they will also be able to enjoy the league more and not have to leave the country once the season is over. Conclusively, WNBA players should receive higher pay, better revenue earnings, and better salary cap. The W made a tremendous amount of money this year because of television views, merchandise, and ticket sales. While NBA players are earning money for doing little to nothing and sitting on the sidelines, the WNBA players' player pay disparity will continue to grow a small amount each year if the league does not argue for a better contract during CBA talks after next season. Isaiah Thomas, a former guard for the Denver Nuggets, talks about the frustrations of the wage gap, saying, We've also got to make a lot of more noise about WNBA salaries. Way more noise. W players should be paid a lot for what they're getting right now. That's obvious. They're professional athletes and role models and the best in the world at what they do. They should be paid like it. Better salaries are there if we want them to be, so let's speak up about it. So that was my paper from my junior year of high school. Um, I know I slipped out a lot while reading it. I haven't read it in a while, so it was nice to, to read aloud again. There's some outdated information in this essay, but it was relevant at the time it was written. I do think players should be paid more. That's quite obvious. Um, it's it's stupid how people will make their comments, but at the end of the day, what are you going to do about it? These grown men commenting on Twitter and Instagram saying that they could beat them in a one-on-one They're clearly wrong. We know they're just couch potatoes. But hey, I'm just a podcast host. Anyway, this is Women's Sports Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna Castro. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at WSM Podcast. Subscribe to my podcast to hear it every Tuesday. Wear a mask, wash your hands, be safe, stay quarantined. Thank you for listening.